Hey everyone, this is Michael Drain from the Unpopular Culture Podcast. You are listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hope you enjoy the show. You unlock this door with the key of imagination. Beyond is a familiar dimension. Not one of sight, but a dimension of sound and of the creative mind. You're moving into a land of artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. You've just crossed over into Magic Our Way. New Orleans, present day, amid the ever-changing landscape of the Disney fan life, two men, a musician and a visual artist, tackle the news, the rumors, and the dreamings of the day. Now joined by a comic book writer and a travel agent, they will bring you new insights and tease out new thoughts of the films, the parks, and the community at large. Tonight's episode will take you beyond the formats of most podcasts and calls upon the listener. This, you may soon realize, is a listener-driven podcast, heavily influenced by its Moican nation waiting for you. They invite you, if you'd care, to reach out via social media, email, text, or voicemail. So let's go make some magic. Jumbo, everyone, and Harambe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Podcast. Asante, son, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. With us today, as always, we have... Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have the power! You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm good. at a Jacoby brisket to you guys, too. How y'all doing today? <laughs> Jacoby brisket. <laughs> Why would you wish us a Jacoby brisket? <laughs> I missed doing. We used to do the Asante Samuel one, so I was like, let me just throw a random Jacoby brisket. Well, yeah. isn't that like a football player close to like a Jacoby yeah, it's brisket. close to it? It's not brisket. But it's, it's not, not brisket. brisket. It's brisket. Brisket. Yeah. But brisket works. Are you, you know, for the Colts? Yeah. yeah, I think he's hungry. Maybe yes. you're hungry. You hungry? Oh, halfway. halfway. Halfway hungry. Always hungry to talk Disney though. Oh, they nice. <laughs> Look at that. Very good. And also on the show we have show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. It's Mr. Moldy Shower, not a grower, Senior Johnny Salami El Tightwad himself, Lee Lastavica of Magical Moments Vacations. How you doing, Lee? Good. Greetings and Capri Suns to all my Moicans. <laughs> I'm talking to you live. From the ball. <laughs> yeah. Them all play some good music, man. Y'all don't know about that. 
I don't think I don't think this app is gonna do as well as the travel needs. <laughs> I think you got a new theme song, Lee. Yeah, I know. I might have to update yourself. Yeah. I was like, what, what you thinking? Like, I want to I want to talk on the podcast, and I would make sure I just have this cool song behind me to give a vibe, or, or was that just like? Uh, honestly, I was trying to go to like the quiet end of the mall, <laughs> but I guess the background music was still loud. I was trying to get away from all the people. So I was on the J.C. Penny wing where nobody goes to. I say, so you've already heard the show then. So you heard yourself. No, I heard someone's comment. And I'm just, you know, putting together context clues here. If you were, so. if you were trying to find the quiet part of the mall, you failed phenomenally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't hear background noise. So yeah, he's able to tune that out. I guess when you're living in a house with 16 people. And birds. You learn to tune in birds. He has a filter. So and a motorcycle. Have a neighbor. Jets. Wind chimes. All right. Wind yeah. Chi- yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're right. And of course, that voice you're hearing right there is none other than. Back again in the Fat City Studios. It's Office of a Week and Kirk Landry. How you doing, sir? Hello, hello. Where's the castle? I'm so, so used to seeing a castle when I'm around you guys. A castle or, or a hotel room is a bed I can jump on anywhere. Right behind you is a castle. Yeah, you can right jump there. on that castle couch right there. Yeah, yeah, if you jump on my there. Lego castle, though, you're going to owe me quite a bit of money. <laughs> I saw the price of those things at the Lego store. I'm not doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little pricey, I would say. You're not afraid of, spark, of price. You're not afraid of spending money. There is a limit. You had a limit? He used it all at Disneyland. Yep. I thought you used it all when your credits were declined. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they just didn't like me. I, they, 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 I, was, I guess I was considered a nerf herder. And you know, my Coke bottle made it home. Yeah, it did. But the Madame Leota uh, figure I bought almost didn't. Almost didn't. Really? Nope. They stopped me on that one. Oh, yeah. TSA really had a problem with that. The thermal detonator. Whatevs. What was wrong with the... Uh... She comes in a little globe. Her, her head's yeah. in a globe, and the globe must feel some, some kind of jealous. Oh, of yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. So they said it read it as wrong. organic. So they yeah. had to dig it out, open the box up, and... Okay, just nothing. All right. Let's go. Oh, okay. I remember that. But still held us up, though. But they still gave you the cavity search, right? Of course. Yeah, they they put Madame Leota right up his. Uh, <laughs> that's how. Right hold up. on. That's where that's where they found her. That's why they were scanning. <laughs> yeah, it was up in the little Leota. That's where it was. You heard. <laughs> you heard that sound. So you know I wouldn't tell you to, to spread your legs and put your arms up. That's what it fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Oops! How that get in there? I didn't know that was in there. Ouch. Oh, pardon me, officer. <laughs> Whatever, guys, this is a great transition because we're about to start a oh, series. Oh, is it? Of- <laughs> yeah, well, more or less. <laughs> um, we're about to start a series of shows discussing our Disneyland trip. There was just so much fun that happened on that trip, and we're going to break it down into bite-sized morsels for you. For today's episode, we're going to discuss specifically Gal- Galaxy's Edge and Disneyland. And uh, you know, we wanted to do this prior to Lee... Uh, leaving for Walt Disney World the next day. So we're recording the show, you know, uh, spoiler, spoiler, we're recording the show way ahead of time. And we're happy to be, uh, we're actually recording the show the night before Lee takes off for Walt Disney World, where he will experience uh, Galaxy's Edge or Batu East. So I wanted to get, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we went to Batu West and he went, he's going to Batu East. So I wanted to make sure I got his opinions and maybe some foreshadowing expectations before he gets uh, exposed to that particular Batu and just j- concentrate on our experience here. Yeah, our Batu. Yeah, our Batu. The OB. The OB. The OG <laughs> the Batu, Batu in OC. Yes. In the OC. <laughs> in the OC, that's right. Guys. Right.
Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, back in August 2019, if you follow us on social media, you got an eye and an earful of our adventures at Disneyland in California, the Disneyland Resort. Um, we had been uh, talking about this since earlier in the year, and it finally came to fruition. And man, we just have so many things to talk about. It was a lot of fun. And uh, we wanted to, we didn't want to give you just a normal, regular old trip report, day by day kind of a thing, because there's just a lot to experience, you know? Yeah. And so we, we wanted to lead off uh, our conversation, our series of shows on the Disneyland Resort experience, as it were, um, with Galaxy's Edge West, but to West, so mm-hmm. to speak. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, uh, Lee's leaving for Walt Disney World tomorrow, so he's going to experience the other Batu. So I wanted to get a genuine uh, uh, discussion about uh, what we had experienced. And we're definitely looking forward to it. Uh, we have video footage from it. We'll have some YouTube stuff. So if you ha- haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, make sure you do that because we'll have a lot of materials. Make sure you follow us on social media because uh, I know Officer Moeken over there, he's got a lot of stuff uh, that he it's taking pictures of and it's going to plan a whole awesome series of, of things about he, garbage cans, about uh-huh. garbage cans. You want, you want to talk a little bit about that, Kurt? Garbage cans, windows and weather vanes and weather vanes. Oh my, <laughs> that's a lot. The secret to a happy life. Secret. To, <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. I was one of those people that going down main street and stops to take a picture. Oh, you're that. <laughs> yep. You're that, guy. Great. you're that dude. I apologize. <laughs> you know, you turn around and you said, you're sorry. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Well, Just told cool. you you're taking a quarter picture, right? Yeah. I'll take a whole picture. <laughs> I'll never go a whole picture. How dare you? Why? Who do you think you are? Why? You don't I, have fun like that. I just want to have fun. Who do you think you are, tiny dancer? <laughs> 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 All right, so guys, just to give you a little background on uh, how we experienced it, uh, the first night we had a reservation for Oga's Cantina. So we actually got to see the land for the first time at night with all the lights on and stuff. And we went directly to Oga's Cantilla because, you know, we're running from a different place. And so we had to get to that reservation. But uh, we really experienced it on, uh, I think it was a Tuesday or on Monday or I don't remember. One of the days, but we experienced it mostly in the daytime. That was one of the first places we visited. Yeah, Tuesday during the day. It was Tuesday during the day. Okay, yeah. And Sunday night at Oga's. Yes. So we got to see a lot of the daytime, all the details that happened during the day. If you follow us on social media, you saw our videos. Or if you don't follow, go follow us now. Go find those live videos when we tasted the blue milk and the green milk. And uh, when we did when we first met Mawiki and all kind of stuff. Um, so, guys, where would you like to d- start this discussion? Do you, do you want to kind of give an uh, overview? I say we go in order of what we experienced. Okay. And so, I guess technically the first thing that we experienced was walking into Batu at night. Yes. How, how did that feel to you guys? What, what did y'all think? It was... It was very striking at night. I really, I enjoyed it more, I think, at night than I did during the day. Yeah, I, I would say, like, when you first walk into any land you haven't seen before like that, it's it's pretty breathtaking. I mean, you know you're just somewhere else. I, I got that impression. Well, actually, day and night, I did. Uh, I had no problem with the background and settings of everything out there. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I I was pretty amazed. Although, I, I would can say that I, I actually kind of like the daytime better, only because I could see things better. But the night was pretty impressive, and I, but, but you know, to be fair, I only kind of blew through the night trying to get to meet up with you guys at uh, Oga's Cantina. So I just kind of kind of sped through everything. In the daytime, I actually got a chance to kind of stop and look around, taking all the details and stuff. But had I had a chance to do that, I probably would have probably appreciated the night too. I mean, it, it was just awesome because uh, you know there was a definite transition uh, when you went from wherever you entered. There was a couple of ways you could enter that park in Disneyland, 
and uh, just going through those those little entryways, and then you your the curtain is revealed, so to speak. And there it is. There's uh, Black Spire Outpost. I think Critter Country probably had the best entrance because you're walking by the forest and you're hearing the alien animal noises mm-hmm. in the forest. And it's it really kind of sets a tone. Yeah. Like you walk. Um, oh, was it by Big Thunder Mountain mm-hmm. where you walk into that tunnel and you kind of hear the little yeah. music whooshing changes kind of thing yeah. going on. That's cool. But I like the. Uh, I like the transition over in Critic Country. Yeah, I'd come in, coming from like Tomorrowland, Fantasyland area, that side, and it, it was it was pretty cool. But it, yeah, you're right. It was it wasn't as cool as the one by Critic Country, and I think it's a longer entrance as well. Oh, it is. So it was a yes. definite time to adjust and acclimate to what's about to happen. Yeah, I wasn't prepared for that when we got there early, and they're like, "No, you can't enter from here. No, not from here. No, <laughs> go keep going all the way over there. Yes, yeah. yes. Like shoot, we just should have all left. the entire park." And then go down, and then more, and then more, and then yeah, you already made a whole circle. Now you can go in. Yeah, because to give some context to those who are familiar with Disneyland, we had, I guess we were do- we rode Matterhorn and the subs. We came in on the monorail that day, and we did you know we did the subs. We did the, which we'll talk about on another show, of course. So I can't wait to do that. And we also did the Matterhorn, and we probably did one other thing. Right? And then we walked all the way, all the way to the morning entrance of Galaxy's Edge. But I think the other two entrances were exits. Exits only. <laughs> as long as you declare those things in advance and people know about it going into it, that's fine. And it's fine. consensual. That's yes. Right. Yeah, going into it, that's right. <laughs> that's what you want. That's what you want. I was just going to add that if you're going to do the cantina, I feel like doing it at night was a little better. Um, you did it during I mean, the day? No, I'm saying that it felt better at night. Like If you're going out for the night and going to a bar, that feels like, hey, it's nighttime. Let's go drink. I imagine being in the bar, you can feel that it's actually daytime outside, yeah. <laughs> and, and it probably but, disrupts but the entire going up to experience. the bar, mm-hmm. going up to the bar, it's nighttime, and it feels more like, hey, let's go to the bar. Maybe Olga's there during the daytime. Oh, maybe that's where maybe she was. So. Maybe that's what it is. I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe people like, you know, to drink during the middle of the day to cool off or something, but... In the middle, I'm losing my Keep going. <laughs> why, you stop? why is he stop now? I'm drinking <laughs> blue milk in the middle. We're talking about doing it in the middle of the day. I mean, come on. <laughs> Maybe during the daytime, there's a different drink that makes your, your mouth all nummy and tingly. Oh, well, yeah, we can get to that. Well, yeah, I, well, I would wonder if during the daytime, if there were less people barging through there. Through Olga's Cantina there that night. I think it's probably just going to be packed all day long for a few months, you know, day or night. But. Yeah, it seemed like there was a line when we were walking around there outside of Olga's waiting to get in. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into Olga's Cantina. Okay. What was, after everything that we had discussed from like the, the preview shows we did back early in the year, uh, was Olga's Cantina what you expected it to be? No, not really. Yeah? <laughs> it yeah. Was, He's right. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I was kind of. I mean, maybe, maybe because again, you have all this expectation built up to what it's going to be. I mean, I said this to one of you guys when we were, you know, walking around. When the first thing when Star Wars Land or before it was even called Galaxy's Edge or anything was announced and we heard we were getting a Star Wars area, what is the first thing that came to your mind? I wonder if they're going to have the cantina. That's going to be cool if they have the cantina. Yep. So to me, that was like above the attractions even looking forward to was the cantina. Yep. And um, so – in that regards, maybe again, but I put too much hype on it. I expected too much, but you know, it's just it's a little circle with some booths and some stand-ups and a bar and 
you know, that's about it. Yeah, you're making excuses for it. No, yeah, no, the, the, it really fell short. I mean, and I'd already seen the pictures online, so I knew it didn't have any of the cool stuff that I would have hoped it would have had. But nevertheless, it's like, okay, cool. Just, well, go, obviously, because I'm still looking forward to it. And when you're there, you're going to feel something. And I didn't feel it, man. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I don't know if it was the fact that our waiter was in a really terrible mood that day. That or, guy sucks. Oh, my God. Like, uh, I, yeah. So yeah. much of what I read going into this is how awesome it is that all the cast members stay in character. Maybe if you're at the <laughs> bar, it's a different experience. Well, we want to discuss it, that little event that kind of tipped us off to how he was going to be as far as, well, I think when you asked where Ogo was or something like that. Well, that's, yeah, that's yeah. really what it was. I mean, he had no personality. He wasn't very kind. You could tell he wanted to rush to, and I was like, you know, I guess part of it was, okay, I get it. I've seen the pictures online. It's not, they're not going to have a booth, and there's going to be, I don't know, um, Han and Chewie. Or there, oh, Guido. Yeah, the Greedo's going to be sitting yeah, off to the corner or whatever. But I was a little bit, t- I was a little bit surprised that there was no aliens in there. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, and like nothing, like really, like uh, nothing really to kind of feast your eyes on except for Rex and his it, bumping music. Right. Yeah, it's, his it's, eight tracks. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, well, maybe let me. Where's Oga? Like, if I maybe if I could see Oga, maybe Oga's somebody, and she's in character, mm-hmm. and she's like telling stories uh, about this or that or the other, and I didn't see anybody that looked any different from any of the regular bartenders, and so I asked the uh, the uh, waiter. I said, "Where's Oga?" And he goes, "Oga's the boss." Just you know, plain as day, and it's like, well, no, yeah, no, I get that. It's Oga's cantina. I'm saying, where's Oga? Around. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And that was it. That was all he had to say. And um, yeah, it was pretty flat. Yeah, it was very. You could tell, and he was annoyed. He was annoyed with having to. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure it was great. Where there was a waiter waiting on the table next to us, and he was very energetic and peppy and engaging of the guests. And it helps you forget that you're paying. $18 $18 a drink plus 40 something if you get yeah. the souvenir mug or whatever. So that helps a lot. Uh, it That waiter really kind of... I think if we would have had a great waiter, we would have stayed for another round of drinks. Right. Yeah. And Easily. We, and just to give some context with that, we you were only allowed two sets of drinks. Right. right. Um, and we only made it through one set. And we just... Uh, I think by that point, after we were done, we just had enough. <laughs> we, collectively, we just looked at each other and like, what are y'all thinking? Like, I'm kind of yeah. over this. Yeah. I mean, also, it doesn't help that we were walking around all day, and so what is... Oh, finally, we get our reservation to Ogos, we walk in, and please stand right there. Stand, yes. Yeah, we had a standing table. We had yes. a reservation. What about one of the booths? No, stand. Yeah, that killed me. Yeah. When they were like, the people that were in the booths, uh, when we walked in, they left. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that's that's a bar mentality I have in any bars. Like, okay, there's an empty seat going for it. Mine. Mine. And then, like, I went for it, and then, like, somebody came up to me like, no, that's reserved. I'm like, well, it's a bar. We reserved. We were reserved. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you Months talking about? Months in advance, even. Uh, like, yeah. Our waiter was reserved. It, <laughs> he was very reserved. He's like, what are you, I don't want you talking. But, look, the boss is so, I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where. Okay. And, I then don't I, know. and then our table wasn't even a private table. No, no, we, no. Had shared shared it, we shared it with yeah the people. Now you say that that's that's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. they had to squeeze, uh, they had to fill in every spot. To be fair, this was all in the literature. This may happen that you, if you've got a large party, you may be split up. If you're a small party, you may be put with someone else. Uh, booths aren't guaranteed. There's no guaranteed seating. So we, it's kind of, und- it was kind of told up front, 
and so that's all kind of just minor annoyances but at the same time it's like okay i did all that for what you know and i'm not a bar person obviously i don't drink so like i don't have a lot to compare to but there was nothing in there that i was like wow this is so cool you know this got this or it's got that or you know you and you guys tell me even how the drinks were well let's mention what we had for drink let's go around the table and, and say what we had to drink um, I, I had the jet juice as recommended by the Rebergers. Uh huh. Eli, what'd you have? Hey, I tried to remember today. I think Eli had some form of a beer. Yeah, I had a pills and a beer. I just can't remember what the. Because remember, because I was fussing at him because I'm like, dude, we're in, we're on vacation. Why are you just getting different forms of beers? Yeah, yeah. It's like I will be. Oh, that was the other thing. That was the other thing. Pilsner. There was like three <laughs> drinks. There were three drinks or something like that that they were sold out of that we couldn't have. Oh, that's that. true. That's the right. The IG88 IPA. Yeah. <laughs> the Mandalorian, Mandalorian pills there. Yeah, there was there was three drinks they said that we that was, they were sold out of. Yes, there was. So we didn't really have too much choices there either. But yeah, I just had like a Pilsner there. So it was what it was. Well, I had Java Juice, which is non-alcoholic, uh, simply orange with pineapple, kiwi, cantaloupe, and blueberry popping pearls, which there was popping. <laughs> All over my face, neck, and chest. It was popping. It was popping. <laughs> my popping pearls were popping in the middle. Pearls popping. <laughs> popping pearls. Popping pearls. Popping pearls. Blueberry popping pearls. Well, it just... tasted good, but it was small. It was like it took me like three sips, and I was done. Yeah, those drinks were very iced up. I will say that. Like for the amount of money they charge, there's a lot of ice in those beverages. It, it, it didn't take that many sips. Um, what did you have, Daniel? I had the fuzzy tauntaun. You had the numb mouth. <laughs> I, well, I, if you really want me to elaborate, I'll get into it now. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I don't think we've gone completely around the no, room. No, yeah, yeah. Kirk, what did you have? I had the drink named after the best song in the Star Wars universe, the Yub Nub. You had the Yub Nub. Yeah, the Nub Nub. Okay. That's the best name song in the Star Wars universe. Oh, I mean, I was being facetious, but yeah. Okay. I had the, the Wapa. Song. I had the Wapa Ale. That's, that's what I had. In the yeah, souvenir glass. So we yeah, all got whopper. souvenir glasses. Is that is that right? I know. No, I, I did. No, I did not. I did not either. I did. So Kirk's the only one that got souvenir glasses. Yes. Okay. okay. Kirk is a big souvenir glass collector. He is. Yeah. He is yes. very much. Big so. time. Yeah. If you're forcing me out of a place, you will not get my souvenir dollars. Yeah. If if you're not getting me in the spirit and the mood, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what did y'all think about the drinks? I loved my drink. I absolutely love my drink. I, I admit that I thought I was having a stroke the first time I had yeah, it. Yeah, you scared us a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> like I really like my my nip my my nips. <laughs> <laughs> now if it was affecting them, wow. I don't remember who suggested it. I don't remember if it was the Robertges or John Paul. I'm, I'm I'm thinking it was John Paul who maybe suggested the time. I can't remember who it was. I don't remember hearing about the side effects. But I do remember somebody suggesting getting it, and I saw it, and it had uh, Syrup, peach vodka, bowls peach schnapps, and simply orange top with tangerine and pure cane sugar and buzz foam. So that's how it was laid out there. I didn't know that what it would do is effectively... Make you talk like mush mouth and fat It would numb your lips... Your entire mouth, really, but I mean, and your it almost felt like pop rocks going off, and you, it, like your mouth felt felt electrified, and it was a weird sensation. Like I said, once I was aware that I'm not having a stroke, this is what's supposed <laughs> to happen. Then I was able to enjoy it, but like 
I started like looking around the table. I'm like, this is happening to me right now. I don't have like, you know, one of those medical alert bracelets. <laughs> but uh, guys, just FYI, uh, we might be in trouble. The buzz foam. But the taste was, it was very peachy. It was good. It was very, very good. I did enjoy the drink. Um, I would have had a second one if that guy wasn't such a dick and it wouldn't take so long to get drinks. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like my jet juice. And I know, that, I remember this one was recommended by Rebeggers. I. It was a good drink. It was very potent. It's you know nothing but alcohol, so that's even better. So um, yeah, that was very tasty. And it didn't taste like it was very strong, but yeah, it, it had a punch for sure. Wasn't that bourbon? Did yeah, there's uh, there's Maker's Mark, um, Chile liqueur, Chile, um, Sedia Acai liquor, white grape juice, and lemon juice for, nice. good, for good measure. But yeah, that was very tasty. I would have had that again, again, had had we had a better weight person. Yes, or had a booth. Or, or a booth, booth or sitting. Yeah, I would have stuck with the bad way person with a booth. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, I guess if we were sitting, it would have been good. But anyway, sorry, I digress. No, that's the truth, though. Just tell them the truth. Yeah, we'll tell the truth. Be yeah. at the booth. Drinks. That's the truth. So tell them the truth about your drink. What do you think? I mean, you know, it was a good beer. Uh, it was a nice glass. It was very smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing crazy about it. Like I said, after Daddy had us worried about having a stroke, I was kind of like, I'm gonna sit by and just make sure in case something happens. But no, nah, there was nothing. <laughs> Off-putting about it. Uh, it was very smooth. I I was curious though about the drinks that we couldn't have. So I guess like that kind of uh, put me in a off-putting mood as well. But yeah, for what it was, it was a good beer. I remember mine being very pineapple, pineapple rum, and um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at the menu: Malibu pineapple rum, Sailor Jerry spice rum, citrus juices, and passion fruit served in a souvenir indoor mug. Very fruity, very sweet, very good. Went down nice and smooth. And I got me a mug. Because of I'm the happy. drink. Or you would have got the souvenir whether you had a drink or not. $45. Oh, yeah. yeah. $45. Yeah, see how with that. Though. Oh, that, that's a mug collector's. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're a player. You're going to put that on the black there market. Were, there, were, there were two mugs. The indoor one, which is the one I have, and the one that was shaped like a little... Um, porg. Yeah, one of them porg. Yeah. Porg things from the, um, Last Jedi. And I don't, no, I don't want that. You didn't you want, want the pork, pork mug? No, you no I don't feel want the mm. No, no porks. So overall, the, I, I don't think any of us had a problem with the product, with what they were producing, mm-hmm. drinks and everything like that. Okay. I thought that was great. We didn't try the little mix no. because there again, that was like $8 just for a little thing. of mi- And again, the, oh, waiter, the little food mix thing. Yeah. The by little, two bites. By two bites. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. And the guy, again, wasn't overly friendly and really not all that engaging and really didn't seem to want to be bothered with us. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. Overall impressions were, as has already been said, I don't understand why they went this small. Like, I understand why they can't do some of the things that I wish they would do, where you would have some kind of meet and greet booth or something set up to where you would have one or two characters in there. Uh, It's just too crammed, and you're trying to get people out fast. Get them in and out within a, a, you know... And that's what it felt like, right? Yeah, it's exactly how it felt. I don't under. I mean, you should have gotten something the size of like a Buffalo Wild Wings with like two levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Right. It should have been like a jacked up showbiz or something like that where, you know, at some point in time, because again, Rex was fine and everything like that and it was cool, but you got over that fairly quickly. At some point in time, there should have been a point where Rex was like, all right, guys, and now I'm going to cut off a little bit but hey here's uh max rebo and size noodles and here's the band and the curtains open and you get like a nice little show something different instead of the the same kind of sound exactly mm-hmm. i mean it was just techno 
babble babble i mean yeah. it was cool once we first started and got in there but then after that i got over it real quick Mm-hmm. because yeah, it's not the type of place or even in real life it's not the type of place i, I normally frequent or hang out for long periods of time he did mm-hmm. play he did play a, a mix of the original cantina song from a new hope i remember yeah. that yeah, yeah i do I remember that. that as well that was kind of nice but I, yeah no no i totally agree um it it, it, it was a lot it was a lot smaller than i expected it was much smaller. I mean, I don't know if the one in Walt Disney World is going to be uh, any different. Uh, I would We can hope. probably can speak to that. Maybe they have more land down there. Uh, I mean, they should have more land down there, but I don't know. I, I mean, just know. it needed. I mean, that is, what Lee said at the beginning was exactly it. The first thing you thought of when you heard Star Wars Land wasn't what kind of ride are we going to get? It was, oh, my God, Creature Cantina. Mm-hmm. We're finally going to get a Creature Cantina. And it. Undelivered and so I mean size, scale, seating, service. characters, entertainment, service. Thank you. I mean, in so many ways, it underdelivers. Now, having said that, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautifully done. The the bar itself is beautiful. It's just the bar is ninety percent of the room. Yeah, and you can't go to it unless you already. I mean, it was already packed right. to the gills around the bar with people, so there was no way to even see that. I mean, I saw a couple of people ordering some drink. It was like, looked like uh, it almost looked like uh, dishwashing liquid. Mm-hmm. It was like really, really blue, and I almost wanted to be like, "Hey, what is that?" Because I was curious about it, but they probably was gonna push us out of there anyway. So right, and one like you could just go up to the bar and be like, you know, I'm sorry, our waiter sucks. Can you give me a drink? Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't get the idea behind doing it that small. I mean, I, I had a better experience at Trader Sam's. Yes. You know, much better experience. Trader Sam's yeah. is a better bar to go to. I mean, it's a lot more interactive. Now, I've heard that they do little things here and there because the bar is apparently uh, powered by a hyperdrive and every once in a while the hyperdrive goes down yeah. and they got to bang on it or something like right. that and little thing. None of that happened when we were... There was no interactivity. Yeah. With the, but yeah, Trader Sam's and there's now two shots of rum and... Oh no, yeah. Mac! And, and we had a, a great uh, wait, wait, waitress. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait for sure, yeah, sure. But I mean, there's lots of little things going right. on. Even if your waitress sucks, I mean, there's another waitress over there. Oh, Mount Krakatoa is interrupting. Oh no! Yeah. And then they, you know, you see the little thing. I mean, there was always something going on. There really wasn't much going on over there, and you felt the pressure to get in and get out. Mm-hmm. And something else I was thinking. You you just called it the Creature Cantina. Yes, that's what we all know it as from yes. New Hope. What do you think of when you think of Cantina, in New a New Hope? You don't think of the drinks; you think of the creatures. Yeah, you that think- and Ben Kenobi slicing arms off. But I that's not going to happen. Band. But you want to have in the band. You want to have some creatures in there. Yes, have some have some some costume characters walking around, sitting in a booth, but interacting. They, they've made it so small you can't do that. It's so small you got to get people in and out. And even if you do do that, I mean, everyone's going to obviously gravitate towards the character. So you're going to have a bottleneck in a very small area. of the. Park. I mean, it's just nothing you can do. They built it too damn small. Now, remember, that bar was circular, right? Yeah, it was like yeah. a half circle. Yeah, like an oval-ish. Yeah. Quarter circle. Yeah. They didn't even have a bathroom in there. Yeah, you had, you had to go, go outside, yeah. Yeah, yeah you had to walk true. all the yes! way Yes! Oh, <laughs> that's how small it was. How did you design a bar without a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm no genius. I'm no in, a structural engineer, but Jesus Christ, man, you think you should... I guess because you only had two drinks, you ain't gonna have to pee. But and once you get out, you ain't coming back in. Yeah, that's no, right. Yeah, you're right. I got yeah. back in, but yeah, I'll let you back in. But it's just like 
I mean, they obviously didn't forget the bathroom. That was done by design mm-hmm. for some reason. But yeah, dude, like, okay. Like, I would think that'd be the first thing you would think of is the drinks and then the bathroom. But no, there's no bathroom in there. Right. Yeah. Just so uh, as a, a little quick little positive, um, uh, I did I like looking around the walls and seeing little blast marks. Yes. That, that was, was cool. That was a cool little detail. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, after that, that was, you know. Yeah, look. It. No complaints whatsoever on the detailing of that bar. I mean, just looking at the bar itself yeah. and the wires hanging around. I mean, you even saw like aquariums, like little things in there. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to see from our vantage point, right. but you saw like little things in there and stuff like this. I mean, the bar was just ultra detailed. The room itself was nicely done. It just, outside of Rex, there was nothing to really capture your attention. And you could talk to one another and the music wasn't too loud. No. It was loud, but it wasn't too loud where you couldn't have a conversation. Right. But we got a small table too. Like I mean, there was that. Yeah. Well, the execution. Uh, so it, I mean, we're not knocking artists. Artists did a great job. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I guess the execution from an operational standpoint was kind of. Yeah. I just don't know how you underestimated how important this was going to be. This is something that you want to spend minimum an hour at. Right. And and you need people who are. You need more staff. You need more room. I mean, it's just. It's disappointing. Like I said, I, I was envisioning a jacked up Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> where every once in a while that curtain would open and whatever, whether it was the most Isley five or whatever they were, uh, that played that song, whatever it was, they would open up, play a song or two, close the curtain. That's what I wanted to see. Yeah. And failing, yeah. I mean, even failing that, I mean, even with that, obviously, I would prefer to have had uh, people in costume kind of intermingling. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at that original movie, I mean, those the, the costume, it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wouldn't be like, oh my god, we do it, but it take our, our guys three hours to get in the costume. I mean, right. some of that stuff was really cheap right. looking. Yeah, it would have been nice for it to be a little more immersive. Yeah, absolutely. Well, nice. I tell you what, um, speaking for myself, uh, it, it makes me uh, cautious about returning. Like, yeah. if you were said to me, "Hey, we're going to Galaxy's Edge. Hey, you want to go to Oga's?" I'd probably say, eh, "I'm okay." Mm-hmm. I'm good, but I might go if some if somebody was with me that really wanted to go. Yeah, and I'll give it a shot again. But then I, you know, my expectations won't be as high. Now, granted, mm-hmm. if I go in Walt Disney World, it might be a little different. I don't well, know. You might like if you're in Disneyland, you might be like, "Ah, uh, yeah, let's go," because the only place that serves alcohol. Mm-hmm. But if you're in Hollywood Studios, you might be like, "Eh, that's gonna be a pain in the neck. Let's just go to the baseline." Yeah, yeah. you know that. Or go back to the hotel or uh, anything else like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, or if they say, "I would, I would go back," if one, I knew they had all the drinks and there wasn't no crazy minimum, and then if I could have the booth, that's, I would, I would go back. Uh, or just some place to sit. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would need a little more relax. Cause like you say, Kevin, if you saw. Blaster marks and all that stuff. Like I didn't really see all of that, mm-hmm. mainly I because I felt, well, there you go. Like I, I just kind of felt rushed. Like okay, well, let's knock the drink back. Let's you know get out of here. The the cast member he really don't want us here. I mean, you know he he looked bad and stuff. Even though we were all taller than him, uh, you know we couldn't <laughs> sit anywhere else. Like he was even sure. Kirk, huh? Even Kirk? Yeah, we were all taller than that dude. I mean, I, I remember yeah, he that was very short and very stocky. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, so like... I remember him well. Very well, very well. And so if I would go back to give it a second chance, if those, if, if it was allowed to be at least a little more of the full experience, but uh, yeah, this is one of those cases where the concept art kind of plays with you a little bit, 
you know, your imagination just goes wild and then what you hope for and what you actually get are two different things. But yeah, I don't go into a bar to stand up. That just doesn't happen. Uh, no. I, I really, I could not understand the line of people waiting to get in because it's like, have y'all, have none of y'all ever been or are y'all just like, hey, we're in Disneyland. This is the only way to get a drink. Because I, I, I really, I just didn't understand what you were fighting so hard to get in there for. When you could have just gone to Trader Sam's. I think it's just the newness of it. Yeah, that that's, that's the only reason it. why uh, it, uh, once everybody's visited, they'll probably die down, I would, I would expect. Yeah, I got to imagine the whole no more than two drinks is going to end once the hype is done. That, they just, they're just doing crowd control right now. I don't know about that. You don't think so? You don't, you don't think uh, six months from now that there'll be a two drink maximum? Perhaps, but I don't know, man. The only bar in Disneyland, the only bar, and it is exceedingly small. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I, yeah, I do have a reservation for the one in, in, in Florida this week, too. So I'll, I'll definitely be able to compare and see. And it should be interesting because this is going to be the grand opening in Florida. You know, this thing's already been open for, what, about a month or so? Um, in, in California, so it, if it's going to go nuts, it's going to be nuts in Florida for sure. So, well, hopefully you have some motivated cast members because we did not have that <laughs> no. there. That, I think that's going to be the uh, the moral of this story, so to speak. Once we're done with all eight episodes of this trip report, but yeah, uh, yeah that dude sucked. Sorry, he, he really. Did. I mean, he wasn't even like he wasn't even like a good employee at. Popeyes or anything like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he sure wasn't up to Disney standards. He was just he was just a bad employee, period. Like forget cast member level. He was just he didn't need to be working anywhere. Maybe he worked no. a double shift. I don't Factory know. Stuff, and and perhaps. And maybe the guy was just having a bad day. But maybe he got tired of scrounging through know, garbage. I mean, maybe he worked through double, you know, he'd been there since yeah. eight o'clock this morning or something. Sure. Absolutely. Who knows? I remember, yeah. like, what, again, one of the things I always heard, and, and this is a little bit getting off, but it's still Galaxy's Edge. One of the things I heard was that the cast members really stay in character over at Galaxy's Edge. They're totally 100% in character. Now, I was with Kirk when he brought, when he bought uh, this little, what is it, a coaxian? Coaxian monkey lizard. Coaxian, a monkey lizard, salacious crumb. Salacious crumb. A yeah. little salacious crumb. When he, when he bought that, and that guy, totally in character. Yeah, really made the experience worthwhile. Really did a lot, to, but it wasn't. It was kind of far and few between because I mean I do also remember when we were waiting in line for the Millennium Falcon pictures, and I'm just talking to the lady there, and she's talking to me about how only the best uh, Disney employees got chosen for this particular park, and mm. they looked at your record and everything. Because and we were just striking up a conversation, and she was cool as hell. Yeah, but she wasn't in character. No, I no. mean she was giving me some behind the scenes stuff, and that was really nice, but. Not in character. No, except for Lee's conversation with the whatever it was, Sun, uh, Sun, Sun, Sun. Capri Sun? Capri Sun, yeah. The Capri Suns. Oh, my God, Becky. Did he just say Capri Suns? Oh, oh God. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, like, for real. <laughs> Capri Suns. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> is that how that worked they looked at us awkwardly yeah but that was for after we came out of smugglers run yeah. can I tell you there was no shortage of cast members who looked at us awkwardly on this <laughs> that's fair except for John Paul John Paul was really now look there, there are a lot of cool cast members we ran into a lot of cool cast members but we got a lot of other cast members with yeah. a lot of odd looks and that was one of the things I asked John Paul about too was 
you know, I've heard different things about the cast members over here. And we're, but we'll get to that when mm-hmm. we get to a, a, a longer review. Maybe Just we can have John tease. Paul on for that. Yeah, maybe we could. Okay. Yeah, actually, de- definitely a little tease on that. Yeah. And uh, just uh, since Lee brought up the fact that he's gonna he's got a reservation at Oga's Cantina, uh, we're gonna do this show with the Robertsis since they're also will have visited um, uh, Batu East, and uh, we'll get to hear their accounts and compare and contrast with two different Black Spire outposts. But anyway, yeah, so let's let's move on from Oga's Cantina, and that, that was pretty much it for that day. Um, just to kind of give you a, a tease upon what we did after that, we you know we we, we walked out at Old Galaxy's Edge, we went to the Haunted Mansion, Pirates, and did a bunch of stuff. But the next day, which was uh, Tuesday, or the next time we went there was Tuesday, and it was during the day this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we had mentioned earlier, we had entered, we had come from uh, the Manohorn side of the park, and we had had to walk all around to the Critter Country entrance of that. And uh, so I figure what we could start with is uh, talking about the food okay. that we had consumed. Now, I know the for one of the first things y'all could do, I didn't get a chance to consume it because I was doing the opposite of that. Um, I think some of y'all went to Ronto Roasters. And I did. Got a little snack. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Would you like to speak to that and see what would what, y'all think of that? Not impressed by Ronto Roasters in any way. <laughs> like the food or just the look of stuff? Or No, no, no. Not necessarily the food. I, I never got the impression like it was like it was like eating. Didn't feel like it was even a thing. It was just like, oh, here's a random restaurant. And by the way, here's a prop. And uh, a very yeah, go over the prop. order. It was weird. Okay. So like what I had was like, it was like a wrap. It had eggs in it and, 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 and a big thing of um, like a breakfast sausage. 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 Yeah. 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 And I didn't get the alienness of it all. <laughs> <laughs> it just tastes, it was fine. I guess what I didn't like was that they put like a sauce all over it. And it's like, uh, you know, if you're just going to give me eggs and sausage, I'd prefer not to be this weird mayonnaise sauce all over it. Well, it uh, was some kind of ranch something. It's like, who serves yeah. ranch for breakfast? I'm with you. I mean, Florida. That, that was weird. But yeah. California. I guess, but no, it was it was just it was just sausage and eggs on a dry pita is all it was. So right. it wasn't even. And we'll get to the docking station thing in a minute. That was more like, I guess you would say, themed. The food was a little more themed. But this was just like, oh, here's a here's just some random breakfast food we're gonna serve you, and it's like, okay, cool. You couldn't even make like the eggs green or something cool like that. No, it was just like, yeah, here's some dry pita with some breakfast sausage and some eggs, and go for it. And there's and there's no seating. It's like a walk up to the counter and carry it around. And eat it in your hand, type of deal. It's our quick and, service, um, basically. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. it's definitely quick service. Really quick. And going back to the cast member for a second, because I remember asking him, like, do I have to get it with the sausage? He's like, no, but we can do it without it, but you're probably going to wait for a little bit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, well, because they had it all lined up in yeah. a little thing. They just uh, opened a little thing, they brought it out. So if you special ordered something, they had to make it. I didn't it even think about that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I I did because I I don't when I see sauces and so I'm 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 not very big on that. But I mean the whole atmosphere around us. I this is one of the ones where yeah the concept art mm-hmm. blew me away for Rano's Rose. And mm-hmm. when I got there and I'm standing in front of this big what is supposed to be like this big turbine. It's a, it's a podcast. Uh, it's a podcast engine. Podcast engine. Pod racer. Pod racer. Pod racer. Yeah, but it's a turbine. It's, it's, it's the word good. "pod" yeah. is stuck in my head. Pod yeah, racer. Our, you see our engine, engine underneath the table there? Yeah, yeah it's just like yeah. that. Our, our voice is Eli. Eli. makes that. this whole thing run. Sorry, no. that's just Eli. So yeah, it's, 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 that, that robot was. Well, see, the robot was turning it, but it was turning. Yeah. The robot was going with it. I remember remarking, "It's like you know, I thought it looked so cool in the pictures, and I'm standing next to it." It doesn't look as cool. No, you don't feel like any heat coming off nope. of it. No, that was, came that came later. I think I t- told one of y'all when I passed by it, it was glowing red. 
and you can feel the heat coming. Okay, out. okay, then. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Okay, that was the big engine yeah. going the whole time. I should have felt heat the entire. But okay, fair enough then. Maybe I missed the. Uh, maybe the heat effects only only works. Like uh, you know, if you go through uh, Spaceship Earth and you go to that part where like you know Rome burns, you smell the burning smell ember. The burning, yeah. yeah, there was no smell. I didn't feel any heat and. It was kind of underwhelming. I'm like, I thought that was going to be so cool. It was smaller than I thought. It it just did not. It's like, oh, this is not as cool as I imagined it in my head, and I saw it online. I mean, it was like it, it was it was kind of weird because it's like it was still one side of it was like a walkthrough mm-hmm. for the rest of the people to go through the rest of the park. So you didn't really expect it, like a little thing in the side of the wall mm-hmm. to be something. Right, but people were in line, so you could tell it was something. Yes, you know, like it wasn't separate from the rest of the of the building. Yeah, it people wasn't walking separated through enough. It. Yeah, you got this big thing in the middle with a big robot turning the podcast engine. And, the uh, podcast <laughs> engine. I said it on purpose that time. Okay, you sure? Not positive. All right, and then you got a, a counter to the side where you get your food. And honestly, I like the food. You like the food? What did you yeah. have? Do you have the same thing? I had the Ronto wrap. The um, oh, the regular wrap yeah. without the yeah, eggs. The, no, right. I had eggs. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying the food is bad. Pepper, I just didn't like the sauce. ranch sauce. And peppercorn every, sauce is what it had. Okay, whatever that menu. was. Yeah, no, I didn't. I liked it. I yeah. wasn't a fan of that, but everything else was fine. Yeah. Wasn't very alien, but... It wasn't, had, it wasn't special or unique to right. Galaxy's Edge. Now, yeah. when we get to like Docking Bay 7, I felt like what I had was very alien-like, and I did like it. Now, that may differ with a lot of y'all's recollection of it, but I, I enjoyed what I had over there. Well, but, does anybody else have anything to say about... Uh, Eli, what'd you got? Because yeah. I'd like to get to Docking Bay 7. Yeah, no, all right. Uh, ahead, no, really ahead. quick. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of with Danny as far as like what I thought it was, I was going to see from the concept art. You had the same thing? Yeah. yeah kind of, yeah. Well, where I work, there's a, I've actually seen like a big turbine before. So I, I knew they were going to have like a real turbine or nothing. But I guess it would have. I thought I was going to see something as intimidating as that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I really did. To be honest with you, I really did feel like I was in the middle of a Star Wars Kidder playset. Like that's about right. Yeah, because ah, like, because yeah. like, I saw the robot and I was like, oh, that's neat. And like, in my head, I thought I was gonna see some weird kind of like actual rotisserie meat. Like that's yeah. what I thought well, I was. I gonna thought see. I was gonna see that too. Well, there right. were meats spitting on a spit, but it was like it was like cast, like it was like die yeah. cast. Meat. It looked very fake. Yeah, yes, that, that it did. Well, was it yeah. facing the uh, counter or was it? No, I didn't no, it notice face, it on it the other side. Away from the counter. If, yeah, you had to walk on the side of the. Of oh, the I got pictures of it if you want to see it, Kevin. Yeah, see, I didn't yeah. see that. Yeah. I, I oh, for sure, they did have it. Yeah, I took pictures of it because I was like. And it did, and that's the thing. Like I saw that, I was kind of like, eh, that's not what I meant. Like in my head, I was imagining it like you were seeing the food being cooked. Even if they weren't yes. going to use it, it was like, yeah, check this out. And the robot is cooking, and we're going to cut the meat off of it because it's been, you know, cooked by a turbine. And so I was expecting like a gyro setup or like a, a fogo de chao Brazilian steakhouse setup. I guess that's where my Maybe. mind went. But yeah, when I saw the the toy, I was like, well, I'm kind of over this. But now the food was good. Like I had that, and I had like a fruit like a fruit kind of berry juice that was really refreshing like that was like it was good i enjoyed the the little snack that i had but yeah nothing uh out the box on like you can literally walk past the place mm-hmm. if you're not looking for it right and, right like, you know you're right not miss a thing yeah no i agree with you on that one it, it, it definitely that whole marketplace area was what i thought was going to be a real gem and I guess, well, let's go to Document Base 7 because I, I, that's what I'm trying to, I guess, connect it all back to was that, that marketplace area. And again, I don't want to say that the food was bad. I just didn't like the sauce that was put all over. What essentially came out to, you know, 
eggs and sausage. Yeah. I had my wrap. I had like the, I guess it would have been the lunch version. I didn't have the breakfast yeah, version. Yeah, that, so. that may have been a problem on our end. But I mean, really, and to be fair, there was like three options. Yeah. And one of them was breakfast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there wasn't yeah. much to choose from. It was like you had the breakfast one, the lunch one, or like ninja jerky or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the, the like, jerky that they, yeah, that's popular. Uh, to give the listeners a context, we went there about, I guess, brunch time. You yes, say, we so. did. It was like 10, 11, 12, not really 12, but 10, 11 o'clock in that window. It so, was early because we got up early. Yeah, 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 we got up early for that, and that was great. Extra morning hours and all that. But yeah, I, if we could, I'd like to go to Docking Bay 7 because I yeah, really, I I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed Docking Bay 7 I, as I well. I enjoyed the, you know, um, and that's even into this. I think we ate there after our rides on um, Smuggler's Run. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's not that's without the high coming off of that ride. But mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed my food and the dining experience there. It was it was It was actually quite tasty. I looked at the menu and I'm like, I don't know. And then, and then I got the Felucian Garden Spread because everyone else was getting all this different stuff. And I got that and it was unlike anything I ever tasted before. It looked, yours looked really good. It was really, really good. It would have looked to me like it looked like three like falafel balls within in like hummus. And when you bit into it, it was like meat. It wasn't. It didn't taste like a flower. It tasted like me, and it was really, really good. I really like. I've heard people slam this place, and I enjoyed it. See, I've heard people actually like that dish. Like they have it, they order it, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's a lot better than I expected." Really? Yeah, yeah. So I've been hearing that on a couple podcasts, and I'm reading a couple of things, and they're just like, "I think that's." I think the one guy that I was listening to said he had to tip you. Uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah. And, and he said his wife had the Felician Gardens, what you had, mm-hmm. and he said he liked hers better. It blew me away. Yeah, it blew that's exactly me away how good it was. That's exactly how he said. He's like, it blew me away. Yeah. Yours so looks now filling. I'm curious. Yours look really good. Yeah, yours it, looks filling. Though it yeah. looked like if you ate that dish, you were good for the day. Because hands down, one of the best meals I had in the, uh, that day. And like I said, it felt like it, it, I, I'm on an alien planet now. I've eaten something I've never eaten before anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That really resonated with me. So. I highly recommend the Felucian Garden Spread if you're going to do that. Yeah. You, you know, the meal that I had, I had the fried Andorian tip-yip, which is basically when you break it down, it was like a fried fried chicken on top of mashed potatoes. But I really liked it. I thought it, the chicken wasn't overcooked. Uh, they had a good crispy, crispiness to the fried business. Uh, and even the, the food was themed because it didn't look like chicken. It looked like a, a, a huge... Golden um, brick. Yeah, yeah it looked like, yeah, it looked like a huge golden, br- like a big front, like a I don't know, the kids, rectangular, rectangular in every yeah. way. Like yeah. It was kids, strange. It was like a meatloaf, almost. Like a chicken yeah, loaf. almost like you know the kids eat like the chicken fries. Sure, but a bigger version of that, just one okay. big chicken fry. You know, almost shaped like a fish stick, but huge. On top of this mashed potatoes with this herb gravy that was absolutely really good. I like the herb gravy. That was really really tasty. So that I really enjoyed that dish. And I remember over also looking over Eli's plate with the kadu ribs. Uh, that looked really good too. That was pretty good. Not really filling, but yeah, it was it was good. It, really, it, it served its purpose. It seemed like a lot. Ah, uh, to me, interesting. And then you had gotten like a juice of sorts, Kevin, and oh, we yeah. all tried it, and that was delicious. And I'm not big on really ultra sweet. What did I get? Let's things. No, that juice out there was good. That's why I said I had that berry juice at the you know the Rata Roasters. Like that was really refreshing. I mean. Yeah, the I had the natural juicing berries. It was good. Yeah, you kept it fresh, huh? Lead ain't nothing but ultra pur. Ain't that Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> move juice. Yeah, I got the move juice. Which now that I'm reading it, it's a, it's simply fruit punch, simply orange. So it's that simply brand. Oh, uh, uh, so, you know, and with pineapple and chipotle pineapple. 
Oh wow! Yeah, that, that was I good. didn't expect it. It was good. I guess Is the Chipotle. I guess wow. the Chipotle pineapple was what gave it that little uh, differentness. I'm telling you, like normally I would not like. It's like okay, I've had it. That's just too sweet. But mm. like a lot of the drinks of our Trader Sam's for me. When we went, not to Trader Sam's in Disneyland, but for whatever reason, Disney World is just too, way too sweet. I was kind of expecting a similar kind of thing with all those. And what I had was just not, it's not the case. It, it's the perfect It blend. was good. That Moof Juice was really good. The Moof Juice was excellent. Yeah. So Docking Bay 7, big fan. Kirk, you? I didn't eat. Oh, you didn't oh, eat? That's right. You didn't eat. Yeah. Okay. You were filming our reactions to the Smuggler's Run video, uh, ride. Yep. I did. I did dig the uh, overall look of the place. Like that had like. Uh, yeah, it was like cool setup. Yeah, it was a real cool setup. There was a lot of different choices of where you could sit at. One thing that was funny to me was uh, when I went to to the menu and they were like, "All right, what do you want to drink?" And I was like, I looked up, and like nothing was like written. Like sodas that they had, they weren't written. They were like symbols. So for a split second, I had to kind of say. I want a Sprite, but I can't tell if that symbol means Sprite. It's green and it's yellow, but it's not the color of a lime or a lemon. So, you know, that was that was kind of neat. That kind of mellow yellow for all you know. It could have been. It could. I didn't know what it was. I was like, I'll take the octagon that is green and yellow. I think that's a Sprite. I'm going to go with that. So that was cool. Like the way they had the menu set up. The, the service was pretty efficient. Like uh -huh. that's one thing I give. I'll there wasn't the much of a line when we walked up. There no, really not, at all. Yeah. not at all. It was good. It was like bing, bang, boom. You're out of there. The other thing that kind of threw me off a little bit, again, it had to do with, and again, we're a Disney podcast, so we read over every little thing that was released about this stuff. We covered it on the show. I, I had the impression that, and, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he had like docked his car to the side of this docking station, and it had latched to, and he, it was almost like a food truck. That oh, right. Was, that, yeah, right. That had latched onto a docking bay and was serving out. I did not get that impression. And the, um, oh, I'm blanking on the guy's name. I, I, I know we've t talked about him before because he was like this really, like he was a deformed Star Wars character who was a chef, but and he made food and he actually oh. made an appearance in a movie. And I don't remember Tugs? who he was. Strano Tugs? Thank Cookie you. Tugs? Yes. That's him right there. No appearance of that guy. No feeling of a truck uh, alien. Oh, uh, yeah, no feeling of a docking on site. Again, the concept art was like wow. And don't get me wrong, eating there, you were eating out of docking carts, and that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, you had some chairs, but you had some boxes. You had some barrels. Yeah. You had yeah. You had big docking crates that were open, and they had happened to have tables in it. You were stuff. sitting on barrels. And I was stuff. sitting on barrels. Awesome. Yeah, that was really really cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed docking base seven. I would go back. There's no question in my mind that I would return back to that. Place. Hands down. Like, I don't know if there's anything like it, it, Like if you have kids. Like, I can't imagine them wanting to eat, like, shrimp put noodles and stuff like that. It wasn't like a, a chicken nugget <laughs> option. But I, in terms of, like, trying something different and unique as an adult, yes, absolutely. The menu kids meals, they have a fried Indorian tip yip, tip yip youngling meal. So okay, had, well there oh, you go. Okay, so they have like ma this one has macaroni, cheese, and vegetables. Well, there you go. Well, okay. Oh man, you can't go wrong with that. So Fried you, chicken, so yeah. for the children's meal, you get to eat a a, a kid alien. <laughs> there, you know, put yeah. youngling in it. That doesn't creep <laughs> a kid out at all. Well, you yeah. put cheese on it, it's fine. It's like it's just it's just a kid with cheese on it, baby. It's good. You eat that. Yeah, the one thing I wish I would have had is dessert there because uh, just looking at the yeah. menu. But by that point, I was just so full. It, yeah, that's the, good. That is the problem. Is and we ate Rana's roasters pretty early yeah, on. You got a and point. And this happened like two hours later. So yeah, we we were already stuffed. Yeah. 
All right, so before we get to the grand finale with our discussion with this, which is Smuggler's Run, sure. Um, I know we frequented a lot of the shops that were in there. Okay, sure. Um, can we? Uh, and even the, the blue milk cart. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, where would you like to start? Could we, maybe we can kind of get a, a quick discussion well, on each the of the shops. Let's get the milk out of the way because right. the shops are going to be long. All right. Yeah. So the milk, uh, green sucked, blue good. Blue was good. <laughs> See, I was the exact opposite. I actually like the yeah. green. Yeah, you know. I, for some reason. I don't know if it's the order that I tried it in, too. Because I tried the green before I tried the blue. I think, you know what I think it is? It's like maybe if you're used to like an almond milk or a soy milk or something like that, it's a little bit more pleasing to the palate, whereas the blue is a little bit more fruity. But not, again, not overwhelmingly so, where it's like, uh, you know, I'm sitting here in heat. I don't yeah. want to drink it. Now, having said that, would I continue to order it every single time I go? Probably not. No, probably it's not. It's not a standard thing, but... Um, yeah, I tell you what, we that, did it. that nice cold drink was nice on that hot day. It was. I yeah. mean, just relatively speaking for California, we were enjoying the weather the entire trip, but oh, God, for yes. that particular morning, it, it, the sun was beating down pretty good. It, it's not like in New Orleans, but it was it was definitely nice to have a cold drink to cool you off. Uh, but I would say, like, uh, out of the five of us, I don't even know if we finished them. I, I finished them. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, I, I think did. I finished the blue one off, and Kevin finished the green one off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and we finished each country. other off, and we did. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was finished, and there was more milk. <laughs> oh. So tell us about Kevin Milkley. How was it? Uh, tasty, man. <laughs> they both walked away going. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I, so I got a little in my eye, and that stung. But other than that, it was you know, I like rice milk. milk stuff. I like the lean milk, but I kept getting little. Dude, I kept flossing my teeth with these little hairs <laughs> from his beard and stuff. I don't know why. You know, you got there's oh, a there's man. a there's a food code for that. I think you know you got to wear like a. <laughs> I didn't have my, didn't uh, have my beard guard on. You need your beard uh, net or something. Code you know? V. Code V. You're giving Kirk acid reflux. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> code V over here. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> for, for what it's worth, um, you remember the young lady we met up with at um, at the Guardians rides. Yeah, very briefly. Yeah, yeah. The travel agent. Yeah. Yeah. She said she mixed the blue and the green and it was tasty. So maybe that's the trick. I didn't even think of that. Oh, wow. Mix them up. She said it tasted like the like the ice creams you get from the ice cream cart with the snowballs and the, you know, like the little the ones that come on a stick. Mm. Now I want to now I need to go back and try that. Yeah, a little inner that milk this week. erotica. Yeah, yeah. Right. It yeah. was and it was good, but it was kind of maybe because we had the two flavors to choose from, but it was kind of heavy too. Like after a, a good bit. Oh, I didn't find it heavy. I yeah. thought it was lighter than. Like I, I thought it was like um, perfect. Actually, for like a hot, hot, hot day, there was not a milk that wasn't. It didn't feel like it was sitting in your stomach. Right. It didn't yeah. feel like right. it, was, like, it, it felt. Different than drinking milk. There was no right. milk consistency. Yeah, there's no heaviness. Yeah, but I, 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 didn't I don't that. drink milk at all. So trust me when I tell you that it. Even if you don't like milk, it's not milk. Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't taste like milk. Like there's milk. Definitely, no, there's not, definitely no milk. No, in it that. doesn't taste like milk. There's maybe no, well, I think it's made with elements, but I think, like I said, it's almond or coconut or soy right. or coconut with like, like rice milk. milk. But it's not. No, milk. There you go. Yeah, it's not dairy. So yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we had that. We bought that at that cart, and we had all the other outdoor shops. All right. Um, what did y'all think? Um, we, uh, all right. Uh, uh, Doc Ondars blew them all away. That was insane, yeah. right? That was absolutely really, insane. really, really cool. And I'm not even saying because of the stuff they were selling in there, even though I thought the stuff they were selling in there was really cool. Like, not over like the holocron stuff. I just don't get it. $50 for a thing that you turn two things, it lights up, and you press a button, and it makes noise. I... I didn't get that. 
And plus, you got to like pay $15 for the kyber crystals that go in it that makes it say something but different. it was a cool presentation. It, when they got them lined up on the wall in little individual cubbies. That's mm-hmm. it. It's like walking into the Adventurers Club. Mm-hmm. But it's a Star Wars museum. Instead yeah. of like all the little different artifacts on the wall at the Adventurers Club, it's Star Wars artifacts. And then you might see a Tauntaun head or you might see uh, various Stormtroopers helmets. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Wampa. Weapons. Sure. So, I mean, that was... And then there's Doc Ondar, and he's, uh, you know, one of the hammerhead creatures. That's how I, I... I recognize him by the names. I'm sure they have real names, but I recognize him by the names of the toys I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I took maybe 30 pictures of, of the Doc Ondar uh, animatronic because that was so cool. Yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Just, yeah. I, the minute I walked in, my eyes went up. And I started <laughs> looking around. You know, I saw the heads, and I saw... I just, there's just so much detail in that place. I could have just stood there for like a good hour just taking everything in. Can I tell you, it's one of those places that if you could have, you would have liked to have sat down, ordered a drink, and just stared. Yes. And said, that's the, the Medal of Bravery that they got at the end of Star Wars, and that's the Crimson Guard helmet, and that's, you know, Kylo Ren, whatever it was. I mean, that's the kind of thing that you really kind of want to do. And you can because, I mean, you're, you're standing and there's a lot of people going in and out and they're buying things and they're looking at them. And they're looking, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, that's it, too. And, and they, But still, I mean, again, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of the, uh, the holocron stuff, but they really they had bus. They had, figure, they had like figurines of the chess set. Yeah. Aboard yeah. the Millennium Falcon. They Which had really awesome. like food uh, ration pellet things or mm-hmm. something. I, it, it was really cool. No, I mean, those bus, the, uh, the Darth Maul bus, I almost bought yeah. it. I was like, wow, that is that's awesome. I wish it would have been in color or something and just instead of just being like a solid body toad, like it was like a dark gray or something. Yeah. But yeah, like that was just all I stayed at that for a good bit. I mean, this is so much to look at around there. If my money wasn't already spoken for with Haunted Mansion fiftieth merch, <laughs> yeah. I would have easily spent a little you know, the figurines. My God, they had figurines over there too that were really cool. So, yeah, no, I, I love that. That is the jewel of the shop. I yeah. think so. I agree with you. I think that's a high watermark. Did you see that little guy in the corner and with the robes on? He was selling death sticks. I did not see oh, that. Oh, I death missed sticks. that. I'm just kidding. It was none but a meter, but it would have been a nice effect. Uh, <laughs> like the guy in um, one of the prequel movies. I don't remember which one it was. Trying to sell Obi-Wan some death sticks. <laughs> now I'm limp. You know, go sit outside. For a <laughs> Time out, Kirk. Go jump Time on a bed. <laughs> go a go take my wiki. Go. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> uh, so okay, so and then the, in the stores outside of that, yeah, sure. There were a few things like I looked around. I was like, "Hey, something is cool." There was like, there was one store like right when you walk in. I I looked at that for it was like all this like uh, wood carvings. Yeah, like that was awesome. Like they had like you know Chewbacca, like all these other creatures like made out of like wood and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I did not dare to go up and ask how much this would cost for fear. Of that being was in the at. marketplace. Yeah, you talking about yeah. the marketplace? Yeah, I'm not talking yeah. about yeah. It's that store. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. I, I looked at that for a good bit. See, now the marketplace was a disappointment to me. The whole thing, or just that one area I was talking about? No, the whole thing in and of itself was cool. I love the atmosphere. I love the effect. That you're walking and it's like it's almost like an outdoor market, but not really. But yeah, and the one bathrooms there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, the bathrooms are probably one the of the biggest. bathrooms there. Yeah, that's the biggest area of there because all the shops were so tiny. Yeah, they were very tiny. They were right. itty bitty little. Again, the concept art. Like, they're like airport gift shops, like just this little closet. And maybe that was by design. Like it was supposed to feel like this little merchant off to the side that 
You know what I mean? Perhaps. Yeah. I remember there was more than one of them I had to wait because there was something cool in the back. We had to wait for everybody else yeah, to make he, their rounds before you can get back there. Once one person was in there, you're like, up, oh, stop. Can't get back there. And, and and even the merchandise themselves, like Eli and I, I remember we were like killing ourselves. Just I just wanted something that said like I didn't want it to say Star Wars right across. I just wanted to say Black Spire Outpost. I wanted it to be something like that didn't advertise itself as Star Wars. Like you had to know what you like. I like shirts like that. That you don't want you to be so on the nose, right? Yeah. You don't know what it is unless you know what it is. And that's the thing. And I was looking for a cool shirt, and Eli and I were both, and we we're like, we found one shirt. And even uh, I was like, well, this isn't great, but I'll go with it. Neil, I was like, yeah, I'll wait. And then he found another one, but still, it was like kind of like. It wasn't even there, though. I had I had to get it at the gift shop at the hotel. Yeah. Wearing, yeah. The merch was not exactly on par with what I, even the stuff that, like, I thought the Toy Darien, the, the Toy Darien shop was going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Eh. I did not think so. I mean, like, if you're a cosplayer, like, there were a couple of places where I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, when Lee put on the, oh, the, the robe. Jedi robe, yeah. yeah. Yes. I was like, dude, you're putting on that robe. <laughs> Put on that robe. Yeah, I thought about getting the Sith robe, and then I saw how much that cost, and I was like, wow. that's like It was like 150 bucks. Yeah. I was like, whoo-wee, I better off just getting the smoking jacket and just throwing <laughs> Sith on the back of it. Yeah, right? Yeah, that was crazy. So I was trying to convince. I don't remember if it was you or if it was Leo. I was trying to convince to get one of those robes. Both like, of us. Okay. Yeah. Then I was having a good time then. Yeah, no, I was because I, my my rationale was like, yeah, you're a bachelor. I mean, you know, this would be like wearing like a robe around the house, <laughs> yeah. like Hugh Hefner wear the smoking pajamas, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. You could have done that. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's a hundred fifty bucks. Like, jeez, like wow. Yeah, dude. Like I was like, you know what? I would have been tempted by if they had like a Han Solo vest, but they didn't have All it. Right, yeah. They didn't have one for adults in the adult size. Go figure. That's another good point. And I know we'll go into other areas, but a lot of the merchandise, like T-shirts and stuff like that, like there was something I think that we were looking at, like whatever. I was like, oh, I like the design of that shirt. You're like, dude. It was that Guardians, right? Well, no. that was another time. Oh, was another but, time. Okay. No, but we were in that marketplace, and there was a cool design of a T-shirt. I want to say it was like the Millennium Falcon, like fly. It was like a silhouette or something. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, that's a cool shirt. I'm going to get these. like, dude. It was a kid's shirt. You can't get that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but they've got to have like extra, extra large like in the back of the shirt. But he was a kid. Like, and I it, pulled out the extra, extra large and it was like nothing. <laughs> it was a kid's <laughs> extra, extra large. large. I was like, oh, right. this will just come <laughs> up to like my, yeah, my belly button would be exposed <laughs> if I wore this shirt. So, I mean, that was a thing, too. Uh, I found a lot of areas like the. I wish that. Yeah, I guess if I was a kid, I'd be in, in heaven. But yeah, being like a big guy like there's not mm-hmm. that many shirts that I, I could have bought that I would have liked the design of. Now, having said that, the, the wood carving shop, like you pointed out. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. No cast member over there. There was not a cast member over there. The two or three times I went over there, there was not a cast member over there. When we went to the, I guess, like the pet shop, is that where you got? No, Salacious Crumb was separate no. from the pet yep. shop. That's the, one, that was the one shop I was looking for. The one with all the plushes of all the uh, creatures. Found that one, but I couldn't find him anywhere in the store. And, she, and I asked the cast member, she pointed me out to another store that was around the corner right. all by itself that was outside. Cast and, member over there, amazing. Yeah, he was. Absolutely amazing. Good guy. Really sold it. Really did a great job. Was totally in character. And he made it because, like, I remember seeing this guy here, and I'm, I'm, holding, I'm holding Kirk's monkey. And uh, <laughs> I remember seeing him and being like, 
And this is going to be a complaint of mine. This is going to uh, also span to the Droid Depot as mm-hmm. well. I'm looking at it and I'm like, it looks kind of cheap. It looks like a cheaply made little plastic thing. Now, when he used it, the cast member, he made it come alive. And that really kind of went a long way. It's like, oh, I see it does so many other things. But then I went to the Toydarian shop and I went to Droid Depot and I kind of felt the exact same way. It's like everything I was looking at kind of looked a little on the cheap side. Now, we didn't get to go the... The lightsaber shop. Yeah, the two hundred dollar yeah. uh, Savvy's uh, workshop. Yeah, yeah, that's lightsaber. Sucked. Yeah, you had to get in line when you couldn't get in line unless you were buying something. Yeah, they made it exclusive, right? Yeah. But it's like how how do you make it so that it's exclusive that I would go in to buy something, but I don't know what anything looks like exactly to buy it. I, I'd be like, dude, can I give you just five dollars and you can just let me watch somebody buy one of these things? Right. I don't need to do anything. I just want to watch or have somebody outside. That's a cast member that has one that they've already made. And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somewhere I could see, like, oh, okay, that looks cool. I'll, I'll sit in this line. But yeah, I kind of felt a little gypped uh, off of that. Cause I, right. that was one of the ones I did want to see. And I, you know, and I saw the videos online, but I kind of want to experience it because, again, you see videos, you see pictures. It's not the same as experiencing it. I would have liked to experience it. I still wouldn't have bought it because, again, my money was spoken for. But I would have liked to have experienced the uh, event, you know, see what happens when the lighting kind of really takes effect and everything. I, I would have liked to have been there for that, but we didn't get a chance for that. But the Droid Depot thing, I thought that was cool. I thought the shop itself was cool with the droids in like a, on a conveyor belt going on, going around you overhead. But I felt like when I was like, okay, let me see what I'm going to, I'm going to purchase here. It's a hundred dollars. I can afford this. And, still be able to do what I want to do monetarily. And then I looked at it and I'm like, ooh, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to survive the ride home. <laughs> yeah. It, it looked a little on the cheap side. Am I wrong on this? I mean, did y'all? No, it it didn't look like serious reinforced plastic. Like, if you talk about, like, kind of add all the different heads and, and whatnot, like, you could pick and choose from, no, it didn't look durable. It looked like, like, when we went to Sharper Image, like, they had a better looking R2. You know, and it was cheaper because, hey, I mean, uh, I think that I could have found, like, I could go on Amazon right now and probably find an R2 or a BB-8 for under $100 or maybe a little over $100 that I felt was a little bit more sturdy and durable. Thoughts? I didn't see much of the shop. I knew I wasn't going to go. I've seen uh, videos of it, and I just wasn't impressed with it. You weren't impressed with it. So we walked into the shop. I think we walked along that wall going to the Mm -hmm. the, uh, cashier's counter, and then we walked back out. See, I was yeah. imp- I was impressed with the shop. Yeah, it looked good. I, I was I was very impressed with the shop. But and I even asked the woman, I was like, "Well, can I tour?" And she's like, "Well, no, you can only go up this far." Yes, right. that's yeah, right. I remember, I remember that. that. And yeah. shut us off. And I was like, "Okay, so I got to stop." Okay, cool. Interesting. All right. Well, then, yeah. Then I, I don't. It, it's almost like, look, we know that <laughs> this might be something, and afterwards you're like, "Ooh, I really spent this much money." So we're not even going to let you look at it. Until you've already bought it. Right. <laughs> and to me, it's almost like, let me see it first so I can decide whether or not I want to buy it. Because if it's such a cool thing, then I'm going to want to have to have it. But when they don't even let you witness it, yeah. kind of raises questions. And again, there's no demonstration. There's no there's no cast member that built a droid that's running around, like bumping into you. Like there's nothing you can see like that would inspire you to want to get into the line to spend the money. I think the only thing I actually considered uh, getting from there was uh, it looked like a mechanic shirt. 
like something you would see like if you went to a mechanic shop. And yeah, had, like, I remember that. That was cool. Yeah, I did like that. That's the only thing I considered getting. Yeah, uh, and again, I want to overemphasize the shop itself was cool. Yeah, shop itself was cool. Product. It's, go ahead. You know what I was gonna say, but the product. Yeah, well, I was gonna say like yeah, I, I've I've got only so much money to spend. I'm a haunted mansion fan. It's the fiftieth. There's a lot of merch out there. I you you've got to fight for my dollar now. I mean, you're gonna get my dollar one way or the other, whether it's on Star Wars or haunted mansion or whatever. But like, give me a reason to spend it here as opposed to there. Yeah, my only experience with the droid actually is just uh, Alexandra Doucet, which is one of our listeners, buying it when she went to her cast member preview in Walt Disney World. She bought a droid, and she was making it do stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. So she had like a picture of her making it do stuff? Yeah. On the- oh, she called I'd it her son. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, uh, I think she posted it in a group. I thought it was kind of cute. Oh, like, did ah. she? That's the only thing I, I noticed. That. It. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I noticed, remembered about it. But yeah, no. Well, I've got a reservation for the droid shop. Uh, this week, so we'll check it out and see what it's about. Why do you wait? Uh, why do you need a reservation for the droid shop? That's what you got to do to get in. And not only that, but it's only one person. Like my son is building the robot, only one person can go in with him because it's just opening. Wow, mm-hmm. man, that's wow, bold. That's intense. You know how many balls would shut down with that business model? <laughs> well, uh, they know what they're doing, I guess, because they're making those crap load of money off the stuff. But um. I just have a couple thoughts on the gift shops. Like maybe these gift shops or this, I'm not going to say this land, but to some degree, this land, maybe it's not exactly for me. And what I mean by that is like, I don't know about the sequels. I don't know too much about some of those characters that were walking around, but but I got a feeling that my son is going to go nuts. You know what I mean? Like he's going to see stuff that's going to really impress him. So maybe it's that, I don't really care about those characters, the, the new characters that they're introducing and the things like that. So I didn't see anything. I mean, obviously, because I didn't buy anything. I didn't really see anything that I had to have while I was there. There was nothing that that looked, that I saw and said, oh, man, okay, you got me. I'm getting yeah. this. I'm, I'm with uh, you on that one, Lee. Yeah. And I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I think there's a differentiation between – what I am as a Star Wars fan and what my kid is as a Star Wars fan. And um, again, I think a lot of this land is being built around the next generation of Star Wars fans and not us. And that is, um, that's why I think we may be a little more uh, disappointed in this than maybe someone in their twenties. Well, you know, it's funny. So I was going to save that conversation to the, after, at the end of the show, but since you brought it up, uh, so for anyway, guys, we're entering into a time in which they're doing these fully immersive lands, right? Um, so sure. they have Avatar. Now we have Batu, and for me, Cars um, Land. Oh yeah, Cars Land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, if I had to compare like Avatar versus Star Wars Land, I'd probably want to go back more towards Batu than I would Avatar. And that no, that's my opinion. And the reason is no, no, no. It's a, it's a valid yeah. opinion. I would agree with your opinion. But and the reason is is. Even though they're not based upon the characters that I am familiar with, that I grew up with, there's enough there that's more familiar than I would say Avatar. Okay, can I ask you a question? Yes. Because this is, this is what made me cringe when you said that. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, because I'm with you, because Avatar as a property doesn't resonate with me as Star Wars right, does. So right, exactly. Of course. But, and, and I'm going to phrase this in a, in, a, in a different way, because I'm sure Cars doesn't affect you or in the way that star wars affected your childhood but if you had to uh, gun ahead you had to answer honestly what is the better themed land for the property is it cars land or is it batu at oh i'm gonna say cars land 
for sure. Exactly. Yeah, because that one's uh, exact replica, replica of what you see in the world. Right. It's definitely 100% more relatable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had to rank the three, yeah, Cars Land, but to Avatar, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, I don't know. If there's somebody here who would rather go see Avatar again than, than Cars Land, please speak now or forever hold your peace. Thank you. Yeah, let us know who you need to kick off the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for observing the litmus test. <laughs> you passed. But Cars Land and even Cars like didn't resonate to me, but it's just like there's Luigi's. There's, well, there's the main flows. There's this. Yeah. Um, you're just you're freaking out over all this. And that's one thing where Cars, I mean, I'm not Cars, I'm sorry. That's one thing where Star Wars kind of starts one foot in the grave where it's like yeah no we don't need all that we're so good at what we're gonna do we're gonna invent a whole new place and we're not gonna give you anything familiar to look at we're gonna give you things that look like things you've seen before but exactly, aren't yeah. the things that you've seen before we're talking about characters walking around in, in uh on batu they can't they won't except for that one lady who was walking around with the um i don't know her name she had the Blue, silver hair or the, whatever yeah, yeah. So, yes. Blue hair. There's pretty much no one other characters walking around there. But in Cars Land, you have a moving, talking Lightning McQueen. Animator. Animator. And Cruz uh, Ramirez. Cruz Ramirez. That's yep. the other one. Driving up and down the street, taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's harder? Character, uh, cast member in a costume or an actual car walking, walk, riding, talking, taking pictures? I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, real quick, I'm going to, just to give the listeners some perspective, and I agree with you wholeheartedly. The character we're talking about here, her name is, uh, and I don't know if it's V or Vi, but it's v, I'm going to read it. It's V-I Moradi. It's V-I-M-O-R-A-D-I. That's who we saw. And there was a point there where, and I think it was Eli and I, because we were hanging out, and we were just talking around, and we were walking, and then all of a sudden, she's, with, she's hanging out with a kid, and she's running along the path, and we're like, oh, she looks like something, because she's got the hair and the jacket, and we just... By the time we looked around to figure out, like, this, something's going on, she was like, grabbed us and kind of held on and like, got behind us and said, don't move. They're right over... And we look up ahead, and there are stormtroopers, and she's got a kid with her. She's holding somebody's kid. Yeah. yeah. And so they're using Eli and I as like... Uh, like a shield? As a shield. shield. Yeah. And I'm like, lady, I mean, we're not that fat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're tall, but I mean, really? I mean, oh. where's Lee? That's where's Lee when you need him. <laughs> it's like you got a friend in Lee, lady. Uh, yeah, I remember this because I walked. I don't know where I was. I was maybe I was coming from the bathroom, but I walked up and I saw y'all just standing there. I'm like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And I didn't realize what was going it's on. It's like we can't move. Yeah, yes. We're protecting somebody we don't know. <laughs> the fate of the first order. Um, I'm sorry, not the fate of the resistance. That's right. Depends upon this, but yeah, though this is the character that we saw. Well, we right? saw her okay. and we saw a Wookiee. I don't know if it was actually, I don't think it was actually Chewbacca, but a Wookiee was out there. Yeah, there was a Wookiee and there was some Stormtroopers. I out think it was there. Chewbacca, but yeah, Stormtroopers, like two. Yeah, yeah. Two, stormtroopers. two Stormtroopers. Like, that was my thing when I walked in. I'm like, where are the aliens? Where are the, well, I'm sure, I'm sure I'll see aliens later on. Like, I could not find the characters. Yeah. yeah. Right. We found uh, this character, which are, I think her name is V Vi. or Vi, and somewhere, um, some member of the uh, 40, what is it? What's our grub in the 40? Oh, five, yeah, uh, five, 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 I'm going to say 504. The 504? I'm so sorry. The case? Yes. Somewhere he's like mad, but like, I, I don't know how to say her name. I don't know her from the movie. Viagra. 
Yes, Viagra Moratti <laughs> was hiding behind us and using us as shields, and it was kind of cool because, like, we didn't realize it. it was like, what, what are you doing? And it's like, you're grabbing, <laughs> like, we don't know you. Yeah. I and mean, then our mom, I think the little girl's mom was like, yeah, just, you know, just play a lot. Just like, go yeah. with it. Go with it. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know you or your kid. Like, you know, I thought this, this lady's coming up to me. I thought I had a free date out on that, too, but uh, apparently not. But if I don't know how much the bounty was on this kid. Well, know, I, I turned to Eli afterwards and like, you know, we could have been total dicks and would have been like, the kid's over here. Yeah. <laughs> right here. How Come much she wear? How much she wear? right. Dark side, mother. Hey, <laughs> I need a silk robe up in here. Whip out no. your first order hat. <laughs> exactly. Turn it yep. cock to the side. Take yeah. a picture of her. Boom. That's it. You go right there. Dark side till we die. What? Ted it on my chest. Dark life. What? There is a Star Wars novel, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Black Spire. That, and she's a star of it. Is it, it out yet? I think so. She protects kids. Oh, you know what? I wanted to get that when it came out, and I, it must have fell off my radar. All right. I'm going to go to Barnes & Noble tomorrow, and if not, I'll be Amazoning, because I do want to read this story. All right, guys. So... Uh, that's a general overview of Galaxy's Edge, and we're going to save Smuggler's Room for our next episode, so definitely check us there. Yeah, so if you want to get in touch with us with anything that we've experienced, so let us know your thoughts and opinions and your experiences with what we talked about. We're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little discussion about the uh, everything in Galaxy's Edge except for Smuggler's Run. Um, if you want to get to know us more, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links. Get to know more. us! <laughs> That's right. You can get in touch with us through the following ways to share your opinions. You can shoot us an email at show at magicarway.com, call or t- uh, leave a voicemail via our speak pop widget, or call or text us at 1815MOWEEKEND. That is 1815MOWEEKEND. 669-4226. <laughs> And of course, we've got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli, those things with comics. Eli, what you got going on, sir? Uh, of course, when I'm taking a break from Ronto Roasters and such, uh, I'm usually drawing. You can find that art on ivorycomics.com where you can see art for Project Geisha, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. And there's blog posts and uh, interviews. And of course, a link to this awesome podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can also find me on facebook.com slash Eli H. Ivory. So as long as you're a real person, not a bot. It's all good. I'm not feeling like getting hacked. That's not an app. That's that's my profile. Don't hack that. Can I tell you something? Quit rontoing that roaster or you'll go blind. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> so good. So good. You can also visit the Project Geisha Facebook page or Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, also, I can be found on Instagram. So Instagram, EIV504. And, of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock1066. So if you appreciate the madness, uh, you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And, guys, if you want to book a vacation to see Galaxy's Edge, either on the West Coast or the East Coast, you could do so with Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832-BATU-WESTSIDE. You can email me at <laughs> lee at magicarway.com. You can check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost in the middle. Find me in the middle. You can just meet me at Disney. Lose some money, but just a little. Can I tell you what sucks about him? He just can't go on. (laughs) He's got to like react to the stimulus. Just go, dude. All right, so that's it, man. Give me uh, check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Lost Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. If you do that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no 
Rotovica. And of course, if you want to uh, support this podcast as a whole, you can do so through the following ways. You can buy some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Moeca Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review an Apple podcast or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Blueberry Google Play Music, etc. Finally, if you want to have a place in which you can speak your Disney mind without fear of retribution, join us in the Moeca Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group. There you'll have the chance to interact with all of the famous Moeacans, as well as Danny, Eli, Lee, uh, myself, and Officer Moeacan. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And speaking of Officer Moeacan, thank you once again for coming in the studios and joining us in this discussion, as well as joining us on that trip. Oh. Thank, you, thank you for bringing Moeacan. Yes. And thank you well, for bringing Moeacan. Well, he yes. appreciates the attention. Well, I'm going to bring some more cheddar biscuits. I don't know why he's being shot tonight. Well, because he's letting us podcast. That's a that's a good. Thing. It's a Wednesday, man. You don't let your freak flag fly until Thursday at the earliest. Tomorrow, Friday, happy yeah. days. I think it's the jet lag from leaving California. Yeah, maybe that two hour difference. Well, no. guys, look, we thank you guys also for taking time out of your listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Ray Podcast. So get in touch with us today. So, Moeekans, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Move juice. Hey, folks. This is Lee from the Magic Our Way podcast. And while I'm booking all those magical Disney vacations, I'm listening to Mad Hatter Radio.